I'm the fourth. <laughs> You're the fourth what, nigga? I wasn't recording. I wanted you to admit it. What? I said I got three out of four family members who are assholes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Welcome to the Off Space Podcast. It's your host with the mother freaking most true go-offer. And it's your favorite co-host, Ezigo Offer. Back at it again with another episode of the pod. Yes, sir. The pod. <laughs> let's talk about it let's talk about happiness (laughs) all right man let's let's bring it back let's bring it back to where we're at because you know we got to keep it true to ourselves for surely so how are you feeling this week my boy i'm feeling it's kind of weird because you know i feel like i've had this conversation on the pod before but for all our new listeners just go ahead and pay attention all right so yeah i'm at the point where i did a lot of fun things because being back i feel like in this space you cut yourself so much off from just having like a normal social life like I did before and I was constantly around my friends and doing shit but I'm actively making the effort to still pop out because I'm noticing a lot more every day every week every month just how fast time really is three months will go by and it felt like a day or two right quick and quick. so when I'm realizing I hadn't seen people in like months or I hadn't seen people in years people that I really care about you know it's just like trying to make sure that I'm not letting that happen or happen too much uh, anymore so I had to pop out for a birthday this week. Shouts out to Sonny. Happy birthday to you. Shouts out, out, Sonny. And friend of the show. With uh, DJ. And yeah. We made also it. a friend of the show. I feel like everyone says it, but it really made the weekend a movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know, like there's definitely there's definitely a formula. I'd like to say, like, I got a, a small, short yeah. list of friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say names just because people are going to get in their feelings if they're not on that list. But most of y'all should know who you are. But like for sure, if any one of the people on that short list, I'll throw you on that short list as well. Like all you need is two. All you need is two. Not one because like they're, the power of the lame niggas in the room sometimes will be enough of a vibe to pull down on the singular unit. But if there's two of us in any setting, it's a zuvi. Mm. <laughs> Talk on it. That's actually real shit. Genuinely speaking, I'll know even if I'm by myself. I'm not saying anybody's lame or things like that. You know, everybody just vibes differently. So I'm gonna go ahead and let that be known. Like I'm not calling anybody lame because I don't believe in that. But that being said, <laughs> there'll be so many times where it's just like you pop out by yourself to a function. I'm not saying by yourself, but to like a function where you're not with like one of your like real core friends. Mm-hmm. You know, like your, your people that you're really like this with, tight. Or the turn up group. Yeah, or the turn up group. So you'll go out like that and it'll be fun. You'll do whatever. And it might be like still a really fun night. But then when you pop out with like even just one other person, it's on some like go ten and trunk shit. Just <laughs> oh, y'all don't even know we're about to turn this different, into. different. So yeah, bro. Actually, and I know you didn't even finish how you were doing, but like I'm already going to take us into a dis- no, I did. I did. Oh, OK. For surely. For surely. I wanted to take us into a discussion because I remember something that DJ actually yeah. said. So I thought of it off of um, just you mentioning DJ once again, friend of the show. But um. Do you make this distinction or how important, if you do make this distinction, how important do you think it is to make the distinction between friends that you hang out with, friends that you go out with, or the people that can intersect and be both? Oh, I make that distinction at all times. And you notice how I make that distinction because I almost do it to a, like, I almost do it to a fault to where I need to start doing better in the other sense, but I won't always combine friend groups. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's important because for me personally, I don't think I think you can definitely have multiple friend groups and some you of prioritize course. a little bit more than others, blah, blah, blah. But also not all friends are meant to mix with other friends and not all things like that. So there's definitely the core group that I'll bring into any group. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I'll bring 
some people around to each one of my friend groups because it doesn't matter to me. They're always going to be like the turn up to me because I, you know, you buy family. Yeah. Uh, they're always going to be that I think they'll get along with anybody and things like that. And if they don't, then you got to get over it because that's my people. If you're the middle of that Venn diagram, yeah. I guess, then I guess you can be put in any arena yeah. and you yeah. trust them because, I mean, they're the homies. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to... But like, I, talking to some, I haven't talked to certain people since the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. And that'll kind of show you, like, we've... And I'm 24. I'm not exactly young. You start to value your time. And the oh, this nigga. Around. He's one of them. He already accepted the... He already accepted the number up. The number up? What do you mean? That's 24. Oh, okay. I see what you... Uh-huh. I turned 24, like, a week and a half. So Thank I you. I see what you mean. Thank you for that. I appreciate for sure. It. Stay young, nigga. Enjoy your youth. 23. You talk, and this nigga talking about days going by too fast. He's already trying to claim the future. <laughs> you feel me? But, like, I don't know. That was one of the... um, In the most... In the least dickhead way possible, because the situation that that arose from was a dickhead situation, but we're not going to talk about negativity and all of that. But, like, I don't know. It was something that was an interesting discussion for myself, because at first, I started to feel like... Yeah, I started to feel like, dang, that's rough. You know what I'm saying? Like you put friends in categories, you put friends in this, you put friends in that. Like, oh, does this person not matter as much as this person? Does this boom, 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 boom? But I mean, like at a at a base level, a we're we're both. I can speak on our characters there. Like, it doesn't matter who we're in front of. Like, I guess we have a different gauge of like how we can joke with certain people with how close we are. So maybe that's different. But I mean, like beyond that, we treat basically everyone the exact same. Mm -hmm. So I mean, like the respect is always gonna be there if you're around me anyways. But I mean, I don't know. Like it's something I feel like is important to learn because you end up not making mess ups. Because like there are certain things, like if you bring like one of your dopest, like chillest, like, this is my kickback and like smoke friend or kickback and like read with friend or just like listen to music friend, but it's not really a turn up person. Yeah. And then you bring them to the environment where you're trying to go like old school Jersey Shore, like shirt off, like fist bumping, like dancing in the middle of people. And then it's just kind of weird or kind of awkward. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of just, I think as I grew older, those categories became me just learning my friends better. Oh, like, yeah, you, just, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm Not saying? all friends need to be in all situations mm-hmm. because... I know off the top of my head without mentioning names, obviously, of certain friends that I go out with. I know the ones that I'm not even going to ever ask to partake in certain activities because that's not who they are, nor do I want to make them feel uncomfortable. But they're also never going to be weird about me doing it because that's also, you know what I mean? Exactly. So it is things like that. And the thing it was spurned off. I made that sound like I'm over here doing meth or some shit. Like, that's definitely not the case. (laughs) Nah, it was was spurned off of which, I don't know if this is the specifics you were speaking on, but I mean, just in general, the conversation was spurned off of just like, basically friends you can get girls with and friends you can't get girls with, like that kind of thing off of male Mm. friend groups. But I mean, even the psychology of that is a bit different because like, like we talked about in growing up like there are certain people that when they are single or when they are Mm -hmm. in that environment like whatever like their mindset is like the purpose of me going out is to get laid you know what i'm saying like i can enjoy my friend's company like if we're in a living room you feel me like or doing something like that i'm one of the i'm niggas by the way like oh i know like i know for sure like that one's tough bro no i know it's tough and that's fine but it's just like me personally like if i'm happiest like chuka at his happiness happiest so like relationship like perfect life like whatever chuka let's just call it that is the only time you are seeing me at those raging kind of things is like once perfectly like once a month once every couple months like we already planned an event like in the summer obviously more than others because there's more time mm-hmm. for events but it's like it's a planned event like people told me like me and my girl yeah. about to step out yeah. let's go get smutty like let's do something but it's just like if i'm 
if I'm single, the mentality changes because like, obviously you got needs and then like, yeah. you know where those needs get met. And so like, I'm trying to, I feel like sometimes I used to look down on it though. I know we're, but I mean like the point of the pot is just for us to go off, but it's like, sometimes I used to look down on it though. Just speaking vulnerably and real mm-hmm. on myself. It's like, is there a way to raise that up by the way? <clears throat> raise from, this from, up from the bar. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it's just like the, I used to look down on myself truly because mm-hmm. I would sometimes be like, and I'm sure I've said this to like some of my homegirls. Like, I think I said this to probably like an Alex or something. And they looked mm-hmm. at me like, Chuka, you're, that's a mind state. But it's like, I used to truly feel like I'm only fun while single because of like what the metric that people would consider fun. You know what I'm saying? But then I started to realize like, dog, it's just depends on the, it depends on your enthusiasm for your environment is when you were fun like me and you can still be in a parking lot dancing right now you know what i'm saying on some young shit it doesn't matter like being in a relationship i just have to be with the people that i actually am trying to have Mm -hmm. that kind of fun with because that kind of fun changes depending on your mindset because you're ever moving humans are ever evolving like i'm very blunt and honest on this podcast because a we like to be vulnerable but b it's just like that is how I am single yeah, versus yeah. that is the both levels of Chuka being happy. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. just like, I'm happy this way while single. I'm happy this way while in a relationship. You know that's really, I it's think that's like, really big that you brought that up because that's also something too, that a lot of people get stuck in and it's not just you, but it is important that you said it. It's the fact that a, you'll play so many factors of when and how you should be having fun instead of just having fun when you want to have fun. Mm-hmm. And I know there's been times where I've been like, in the most like feeling good working out states being single blah 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 being in like another city that's supposedly the turn up spot right and then i'm having zero percent fun on that whole like excursion it's like why is this happening but it was more so um i feel like the vibe wasn't right for me in the sense that i wasn't there with people that i wanted to be there with i wasn't Mm -hmm. like in the best state of mind and things like that so like all the physical and like i guess labely shit was right was but there, ain't nothing right. else was so and that like you said man that goes into just like setting vibes like to yeah. be honest just being real it's life has eight trillion different vibes and you have to kind of just identify yeah. what you are in each one of those like i know like my smoking vibe the you know vibe what i'm saying curator. like oh and this nigga the vibe curator but he got some leds and he the vibe curator <laughs> leds once all of a sudden turned into a whole different man acting totally different but y'all ignore by the way all these adjustments we're still working on the fly and i'm hearing some audio things and seeing it so i just want to make sure that yeah. we're delivering the best quality podcast to y'all possible of course and if we're gonna be real we're gonna be real about everything because y'all know we only doing one take but 100 percent get it how you get it right now but um like like i was saying with um the vibes and just like the situations Mm -hmm. that you're placing in life i think that also comes with learning yourself because you kind of you you learn what situations help you the most like i understand that maybe it wasn't single chuka that has that much fun like going out and turning up like maybe it was just chuka with the people i'm comfortable turning up with because i was going out every weekend with like you with dj Mm -hmm. and with like various other people on that list of people that i know will get me turned up you know what i'm saying and so like even even using just like a random example like in probably one of the least turn up settings because one of those people for me are the three queens but i mean like one of them being alex of course it's just like when we went to open sessions, like the last time that I was there, like mm-hmm. the open sessions vibe, like shouts out to my dogs and open sessions at Atlanta and all that. But I mean, like open session, the vibe was more of just like at that point was more of like the head naughty, yo, we too cool, like, you know, 
industry-ish kind of thing, which you see that, a lot of the moment, egos yeah. and like that kind of stuff, of course. That's no diss on anybody. That's just how shit usually be in those kind of settings. But it's just like one song came on, I forgot what it was, and then Alex started vibing. And I was like, nigga, what? Like, there's so many people in here. Like, bro, you got to start vibing. And then you just start. I didn't care who was staring at us. I didn't care, like, whatever, nigga. I'm jigging in my chair. She's dancing in her chair because those are people that make me comfortable enough to feel like that. And I know I'm somebody that probably just needs to be comfortable enough to feel like that in those settings. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and say this too because we've also talked about this on the podcast, but I feel like it's important to note the fact that, A, remember bar in question that we kind of had turn up and kind of change this whole outlook on the pro- <laughs> the amount of people that came out there. It's funny because... If y'all don't pay any of us, y'all at least need to pay Brie Hornman, by the way, friend of the show, for starting that shit. At <laughs> least pay Brie. At least, at least. <laughs> but it was the fact that when me and DJ went out, right? Yeah. Uh, we were at the spot, and I think one of the people working there, a uh, cool dude named Vaughn, ended up talking to for a second. And he was like, yeah, man. Because I was just trying to get some recommendations because I'm not trying to go out to the same usual spots we've been going to, right? And so he was like, yeah, I don't know if you've ever been to, uh, I'll just say TT, right? Yeah. And so he said, I don't know if you've ever been to TT. And I was like, oh, brother. <laughs> and I started talking to him. I was like, when, when did you start going? You, you sound so, like the fucking like the fucking parent that's sitting back with like his one rock of ice in his scotch. Just like, oh, brother, if yeah. only they knew. Well, I, oh, I was that guy. <laughs> and genuinely speaking, because I asked him, I was like, when did you start going there? He said, a couple, like a couple months ago. I said, hmm. <laughs> well, and he said it was banging. He said he's not ever really on that side of town like that. He's always on like the east side, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay. But I want you to know whatever fun you had that day was spurred off of a moment of a collective of people coming together, vibing with each other that just felt so natural that the whole atmosphere of that place got turned up and changed to where Overnight. they're consistently getting packed Overnight. out now. Overnight. They're consistently getting packed out. They owe us. They're consistently That's why we're not out. saying names anymore unless y'all pay us it's and no or and or Brie Corman. Once again, <laughs> she really was the OG. She was the OG that started it. So I have yeah. to give her that credit. But we definitely came and made that place totally different. But <laughs> to not deviate any too, too far, um, yeah. I will get to how I've been this past week. This past week has been nice for me, to be honest. I feel like I've been checking off a lot of goals, which make me happy. Yes, sir. Like, checking off the goals makes you happy. But sometimes checking off one goal lets you know that, you know, like, you know, when you finish like one of the hardest levels in a video game. And you think like you just grinded out, you just did like the craziest thing, like boom, boom, boom. And I'm, I'm not saying this to not be graceful and be proud of yourself, of course. But you finish that level yeah. and then you realize that you really just did Victory Island. No, you just did Victory Road. Like you didn't even get to the fucking Elite Four yet. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and you, you, you really you just thought had... you just did some shit and then all of a sudden you get to the end and it's something wild. <laughs> you got way more levels yeah. to fucking go. Like that's how this past week's kind of felt. It's like been, a grind? No, for sure. It's felt like I've definitely been working and I've definitely been been like leveling up i'm happy i'm getting my fitness back on you was out there today for surely my yes, man sh- my man showed me something today he showed me that i won't put me on that list yet truly truly won't put me mm-hmm. on that list but the rest of you big niggas that think that this nigga's something to play with he's not something to play with i'm not he's not <laughs> i guarantee he's y'all, not. you can have like he's not you can have a few inches you can have some weight there's <laughs> still hoops out here at the end of the day he's still trying to get buckets and not even 100 percent. don't even worry Thank you. don't even worry so i'll always give my dog props and hopefully I showed this nigga that I got a little bit more of a bag 
back then the booty scoot and layup but because <laughs> the booty scoot and layup used to the be booty scoot's legendary though for anybody that really Super. doesn't know like that that no that was patented the booty scoot was only one defeat throughout my high school career by the way and a bunch of niggas played me in one-on-one a bunch of niggas played me in one-on-one for the deed was after high school and you're strong but... that booty scoot's so like the immediate go-to move <laughs> and i was athletic too and had stamina i can miss eight layups in a row nigga i'm gonna hop up there and get the most <laughs> but other than that man it's just been kind of weird i mean yeah. if people are zooming in or can see i have like a little scar on my forehead so i got the closest i've ever been mind you we are two people like i always group us together with certain things because we had similar ish experiences they were different but similar but like we're two people that throughout our whole lives played a lot of sports played yeah. a lot of sports for and sure. played sports frequently and like they may different have been different like whatever too and for everything, sure. but we all both played a lot a of lot sports. of sports always played sports with our friends type shit and it's crazy that and this is why i try to tell niggas like people want me to come up with like some hilarious like fire story for my injuries and shit like that like truly the worst injuries i've gotten like physically mm -hmm. have all been from lame shit like it's never been sports like knock on wood but god has blessed the young king when it comes to like my athletics and sports and stuff like nothing really knock on some wood yeah no for real. sure for sure for sure for sure i've just had a lot of i mean i won't say i've avoided things it's just kind of i was in a period of my life where my parents were a little bit harsher i will say <laughs> so like all the rolled ankles the sprains the broken yeah. fingers and all that didn't really count as injuries so i never worried about those yeah, but like I was about to say there was a lot of sprains and a lot of things that i realized like as i said later oh i never got injured you're bullshitting oh yeah for we sure got injured a lot oh, your no. parents just didn't give a shit we got injured a ton it was just but kind of okay play not like it. super bad i made our parents sound like awful no there. like if we really were hurt and they could tell like they always went out of their way to almost od sometimes to make sure we were okay. oh what nigga we just I, didn't care nigga when i almost got a concussion like the other day from open my car door by the way not cool story mm -hmm. sorry guys but i just opened it fast i was in a rush <laughs> like i'm pouring out blood from my forehead and i'm trying to like collect my thoughts and everything mm -hmm. so i'm just like cold sweats instant start the adrenaline starts like whatever i finally get the pain down and i'm chilling and like my mom's like listing out like hundreds of things to do she's talking mm -hmm. about the emergency room like all of this kind of stuff which don't scam, get wrong. but i get i get it i get why for sure for sure but it's like so i don't want to ever pain them as people who didn't care it's just like if i fed into if you feed into it a tiny bit they're gonna go 100 with you like yeah. and so i was definitely since i was a young athlete like i was more on the like play through it you know what i'm yeah. saying which is not the smart mentality but that was just how i felt as a kid mm -hmm. and they always were just like that's how they treated me then just play yeah. through it nigga like you always want to play through it play through it and so that's just how it was but yeah other than that like that was probably the, the most random thing that happened to me this week i guess like other than that i saw t just like did a bunch of school stuff and yeah. like chilled but i was just chilling man i'm in a really great headspace i'm just really excited for the future like as I get older, the more excited I get. So, I mean, I don't, I will get into something else later mm -hmm. because there is a question I wanted to ask as a girl. Before we get to that question, just more on this week that I almost forgot to talk about for a second, that's kind of important. It's the fact that we get so desensitized to certain things, but without actually realizing they are fucking important, you know? It's like while I was over, we were over at church for a little bit, right? Church, church, church bar, church bar, Mr. Luis's. We're over people that think we're about to be sacrilegious with it. Nah, yeah. But we were at church bar and um, chilling for a second. But they had even the road blocked off towards the, like, right in front, which is never really blocked off like that. But Oh, they announced it, like, a week or two ago, but I know. Yeah, yeah. Hard. But all of a sudden, I start seeing cops pull up on that street, though. And I'm like, what's going on? And I'm seeing, like, helicopter cars. But apparently, somebody that was walking by and got shot and killed. And, like, or I don't know if they're dead. And to be honest, I don't know exactly what happened. But I know there was a shooting. 
and some girls I was talking to inside the bar actually were kind of detailing it because they saw it. And it's like, you get so, like, desensitized to all these shootings, all these, like, all this violence that happens, especially over towards Edgewood. And, but it's like, at some point, you know, because you still want to do what you do and you still want to do that, but you're thinking about it. At what point does this stop? Like, Bro, in all honesty, like, just off of that, like, bro, some of the stuff we've been seeing, you know, like, and I know our main mm-hmm. goal nowadays is to be more positive. So, of course, we're going to try to uplift you guys the best as we can. But it's less, and I have an uplifting point to it, which is something that Ezgo actually has tried to get me to learn more, I guess. But yeah. it's like, with all of the shit going on, man, sometimes, like, hermit mode Chuka becomes, like, yeah. the Chuka I like the most. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, I'm safe at my parents' crib. Like, I'm safe at my apartment. I'm safe at yeah. this. I'm safe at, like, the places you find familiar. But in all honesty, man, it's just, like, it sucks. And you should always have your wits about you. You should always keep yourself ten toes for real. I feel like... I don't worry about my siblings that much only for the sheer Mm -hmm. fact that we've all been raised pretty perceptive. I noticed us all kind of scanning our surroundings and like making sure of things. So I guess none of that play play when it comes to my safety at all. I want y'all to, (laughs) if there's one thing I am, it's like a cockroach. And I know that like sounds like a horrible thing to compare yourself to, but I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. So, Oh, and I try to stay ready myself, man. So I understand. But the main thing is just like, as much as I want to be locked up sometimes, as much as I want to not do shit, man, it's like, Nigga, I'm 27. Mm-hmm. I gotta live life. Like, if I lived life 60, 70, 80, 100 years as a hermit, you know what I'm saying? When I know that's not conducive to who I want to be as a person. When you tell your story, because that's you know, important to you. Well, because my story matters the most to me, to be honest, out of anything in this world. Like, the only thing that matters probably more than my family and, like, all of that is my story. And that's because... The only reason I could say that with a straight face is because my family's a part of my story. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like a big part of my story. But you know, like mm-hmm. you're player one, you're saved. You know what I'm saying? You're wake mm-hmm. up and you're blessed to see that day. You got to cherish that, man. And you got to do, you got to sometimes do things that may start to scare you with the state of this world, with the random shootings, exactly. with the this, with the that. You're still not going to catch me in Lake. Uh, never going to uh, Lake Lanier, but never Lake Lanier. I'm still not going to Lennox Mall. Y'all niggas not going to see me. Well, at Lennox kind of got over with it, like two years honest. ago. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been cut. There's for certain a bit. things for surely, but I know. Like speaking of which, I'm planning a trip because also I figured out what the issue was with my mic. It felt like I was quiet for a bit, but it did feel first. I hope that that fixed it, and I hope y'all are tuned in for real. But that being <laughs> said, I'm planning a trip, and I've always been somebody who loves the outdoors. But you know, camping and shit like that. There was always one thing I couldn't wrap my head around. And no matter what, I've been, like, trying to work up the courage to get around. But it's bears. I'm just going to be honest. Like, I'm somebody who, if you tune into an old episode of ours, I truly think the right state, you know, saying a certain age mountain lion, you know, I'm with it. Like, come get me. But but I'm not wishing for it. I'm just saying if it happens, it happens. Knock on wood. But a bear, you don't really stand a chance. You know, there's no, there's no way you could put the paws on a bear. Just, this nigga said he could fight a moose last week, nigga. I didn't say I could fight a moose. I just, don't, want, y'all don't to know, I just want y'all to know the truth about this nigga. A moose, nigga. You done lying into that mic? A moose, nigga. Breathing into it? You done lying into that mic? (laughs) Talking about I said I could fight a moose. Cap? (laughs) Sounds like a whole lot of it, but... You see the nigga... I know this is horrible to spur off that, but you see the nigga that died by his pet hippo? (laughs) Died by his pet hippo? That was... No offense, but... (laughs) I don't even need to finish the rest of that. He tried to make the most dangerous mammal on the planet a pet. Of course he died. It was like, I don't know what you expected to get into there, but it's a hippo at the end of the day. But yeah, man, like that being said, I'm trying to go uh, backpacking with some friends just in the mountains for a little bit and just kind of do camping like that. Obviously, bringing some of my own food and shit because I'm not that elite. 
but and then spur that into like going to deep sea fishing which also tackles another thing which is just like again being really out in the ocean like that like i know i went surfing but there's a certain point that you go surfing you know you're not really just going like to where if you know what i'm saying i guess i'm not saying i can't see the shore when we go deep sea fishing but it's still further out see that's what i was about to say like when fear turns on for me when it comes to water mm-hmm. is the smaller the coast gets the smaller like, the, the, the more that that yeah. bitch disappears like i'd be looking in there just like squinty eyes just i gotta still be able to see land because if i could huh? see it i could swim towards it you know what i'm oh, saying for sure like, i just know myself your adrenaline whatever it is if it's it could be miles away like i'm gonna turn into a triathlete like you know what i'm saying like i'm gone <laughs> for sure and i mean at the end of the day like if i can't swim towards it there's at least a way that i know somebody's gonna come get me like imagine really just being out in the middle of the atlantic and your plane goes down right so all of a sudden you're in some like torrential waters i know it's not the pacific or some shit but you're still getting tossed around you're waiting for help you got on this like small ass lifeboat with a few other people that don't even really want to be on there with you they're looking at you crazy like i'm about to push you if you're not paying attention (laughs) how long do you think you're really surviving out there bro <laughs> you know how miserable niggas be yeah. walking back home in the torrential downpour. You know what would be one of the most? Because I never even put it in perspective. Because I just think about fuck shit with the ocean, and I'd be looking up in those horrifying thoughts and seeing sunny weather and no clouds. Oh my god! I just thought about it, nigga. Imagine being in the middle of the ocean and, and it's, it's just black up top, and it's. It's, you're as wet when you poke your head out as when you go under. It's that's fear. That hard. That's fear. I promise <laughs> you, there's nothing that I'm doing that's just making me think I'm gonna be all right. I'm fine for my fucking life. No, that's one of those that would make me think this might be the day, nigga. This <laughs> might be the one. You know. <laughs> I hope that our viewers have never been in a position where you had to think that. But genuinely speaking, after you said that, I would definitely have that going through my head for sure. For sure. Yeah, but, but I know moving on to some other things, you said you had a question that you wanted to talk about. I wanted to get into a question for sure. But the first thing I wanted to do before we get there was talk a little bit of music and do our heat checks. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot. Knock those out the way because nigga really didn't play it. But what's your heat check for the week? My heat check is Gang Gang mm-hmm. by Polo G. Gang Gang featuring by Lil Wayne. Hey, is it featuring? Maybe it's just both of them. But Polo, Polo G and Lil Wayne. Polo G and Lil Wayne. Let's give people a little bit of that one. He's one of them. Definitely one of them. Bruh. Polo G, one of my favorites, bro. I forgot to put him up there on my list of... Nah, he's not top three new gen for me, actually, yet. He's not top who, three. Who he's, is? he's right there, though. He's who, who, right there. Who's considered Let's new gen for you? Because I saw you make a tweet earlier with Lil Baby in there, but like obviously i guess like little baby's on like the tip tail end of it but little baby counts for me only because new gen of his break or like new gen realistically as much as it seems like foreign because i am mm-hmm. older like new gen is truly niggas my age and younger okay. if not like a year younger than me like because little baby's 26 and yeah. the reason i say that is just because of how offset some people blew up too yeah because yeah he's 26 but cardi one of the biggest people on the planet and blew up around relatively same yeah. time is 28 so like i wouldn't even consider her technically just because of how she blew up too was a little bit more orthodox too because like the more unorthodox ways kind of fit more into the new gen cardi did the traditional like i'm really going to each radio station trying, to, trying to get these 
yeah. DJs, handing them the shit, going to eat. She really like hustled out her way. And most of the Working newer on the new strip gen clubs and shit. was like most of the newer new gen. And I'm not saying that part of the process isn't there. So let's be very clear about that. But I mean, like a lot more of the internet played into it than it came into like the legwork. I would yeah. say. I, I will say one thing. There's legwork on the internet. Of one thing about Cardi, regardless, her regardless of her pro process and shit like that. That but that Bodak yellow snippet did what? for her career, we will never forget. Bro, Cardi's in a weird made, a nigga like me, an instant fan. That and says she's something. in like a weird middle spot for me. Like I put her in a weird middle spot because like even though the baby, yeah, is like the once again that becomes weird because the baby is technically new gen because he just blew up, right? Yeah. But that nigga's but he's not really young. He, but it's and J I D hasn't blown up a few years ago, twenty eight. Yeah, he like blew up at like twenty six. Or he might be thirty. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say he's there yet, but he's like almost, But he's right like there. It's just it's a weird number when you go with age because we talk about yeah. all these niggas. Dirk's been on since Chief Keef was on damn near, and this nigga Dirk is twenty eight. Bro, if Campazzo you know had a I'm better saying? year, he might have won Rookie of the Year, and he's twenty six. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. Like when you when you make your break, it's kind of like when you make it, you, you just have to it. define what it's what the conditions here. So, so for, I would say for new gen, it would be like uh, I would have yeah, your break, but you're also under a certain age. I, yeah, and I would have to probably come up with a bunch more metrics, but for my head, and hopefully this gives people a little bit more of a time yeah. frame of what I consider new gen, but like the top three new gen for me, and then I'll get to my heat check, of course. Like after you say some yeah. things, would be. Um, Lil Baby, ESTG, and um, I forgot who I put. There. I know you said Roddy and Roddy Rich. Roddy I Rich. just feel like again we haven't gotten a lot. We got some new music out of him recently, but Roddy's but the like, one yeah. out of those three that I'll put in on some on a heat check type because mm -hmm. like the other two are self-explanatory if you've been paying attention like they like estg you can interchange with other people duh but little baby should be there on everybody's like top of the if yeah. you're talking about just literally scorching yeah. people right now but like roddy i understand he has a smaller body of work than the rest of these people but like roddy's in his small body of work we have like three like smash hits already yeah like mega smashes like three or four mega smashes and so like he's already shown enough of being able to reach the pinnacle that i'm gonna throw him in there because of how nigga how roddy rich makes us feel when you get a fire roddy rich song there are few few niggas niggas actually almost just shed a tear having memories of certain things nigga, i almost roddy started crying time. too nigga. i, I can't even lie bro, i can't even bro, lie the down below started that was immediately was in like, my head yeah no but i get for me i definitely think when you're talking about the new state of hip-hop, it's kind of hard to say anything where Lil Baby isn't just, like, the king of that shit right now. Mm -hmm. But I'm not trying to include him for my new gen ship because I think he's really on that teetering edge to where it's hard to say. But I think he is the king of this shit at this moment. In that tip, there's obviously niggas that are, like, bigger than him. Of course, of but course. But those are just, like, their established names and shit. The, the new-ish names, though, bro, just hearing, like, uh, Roddy Rich, hearing uh, Polo G, hearing, like, a little TJ... Apology right there, little TJ. The, you know me and my bias with a whole new 1017, so they're all mm -hmm. right there for me too. You see your Spotify little wrap up shit, or I say premature <laughs> wrap up about where your state's at and things like that. And I'm seeing like 2021, little TJ. It's like it won't stop either, bro. What? Nah. He opened up the year crazy with 2020 last year, by the way. But anyways, mm -hmm. like that crazy single. But um. Moving on to heat checks, though, for myself. And another thing that's weird, though, with, like, this new gen thing and just with people's ages, I guess, like, that makes it a little weirder. It's like, where the fuck would we put Cardi and Uzi? Uh, see, that's just it, too. And, like, I feel even like Travis. Like, Travis has been for around for a while, though, so I wouldn't count him. I put him in that same weird pocket. Yeah, I was about to say, he's in that space with, like, Lil Baby, because to be honest, I feel like, yeah, they're young as fuck, but they also blew young as fuck, and they really had, like, their moment. Uzi, I don't want to say, like... Mean, not 
Oh, you I'm, put Trav. I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking Uzi and Cardi specifically okay, in my okay. head. Okay, okay, okay. But because Trav, I'm gonna be honest. Trav's on like the the Drake. Uh, cool. Like was, he's on. He's on that. He's on that tier. But right sales now. wise, Uzi's right there. But Uzi is. I'm just saying. Like for me personally, though. I feel like when we're talking about like age, that's why this whole conversation is kind of scuffed, weird, bro. Man. It's a weird combo. Just and I feel like I don't want to like invalidate certain people to even really keep going with this. Because at the end of the day, I know these niggas kind of had their moment, even though I still think they can keep it going because they're young as fuck, still in, still in touch with the youth. Like just shooting hoops the other day and hearing some 12 year olds talking about, I don't remember. I think I heard them listening to like P's and Q's or some shit on the other side of the court. I'm like, okay. Oh, by the way, like if just in case you're a new listener here, for the most part, if you hear us mention people's names, we love them. Like, you know, oh my <laughs> God. Like, First off, like, Uzi, one of my favorite artists. Yeah, I'm never going to talk about artists personally. Like, I used to before a little bit on the pod, and that's something that I'm happy we changed just because I feel like I drain life energy speaking about shit I don't care about and or yeah. don't or people I don't actually like. So if I'm bringing up artists, it's because I love these artists. Like, all of the people we've mentioning now are just, like, some of the more scorching, like, happy faces for me when it comes to young people in hip-hop just being real for sure so i mean like always going to be happy on that i know my nigga's favorite young artist is the kid Leroy, but like moving right on to i'm happy about show. my take on him i'm happy about my take on him we'll get back to it though I'm but i think you him. are going to be happy with your take like i i, I feel it I blossoming feel it. career seeing the numbers too like nah blossoming career and i was gonna play um I was going to play another song from ESTG's last two projects that I've just been spamming heat checks of, but instead I'm going to play ESTG's new single he just dropped today. <laughs> oh, wow. New but, ESTG song. So it's called Bigger Than Life by... Let me not ever talk that Bigger way Than Life or Death by ESTG. And let's just be clear about the fact that this nigga fire. Got a better chance of playing the lottery than playing with us. Nah, I'm stealing that. White nigga. I feel like the next group picture we take of like a night out or something, or just like the guys. I'm. I'm, That's my caption. That's my caption. Bro, ESTG be saying too much stuff that I really instantly connect with how I feel, which I know. (laughs) But sometimes I know (laughs) niggas are gonna take it the wrong way because I never want to paint myself out as the like. Gangster or like, please don't, dude please don't like take that. me like that. Because I'm don't truly like not that. that person. I recognize the privilege that I grew up with, and I recognize like where I grew up and like all of the shit that my parents worked hard to give yeah. me. So I'm never gonna ever try to act fake anything I'm not. That being said, so I identify with a ton of these lyrics and words because of a situations and stuff I've seen. But B, just yeah. at the baseline, I know a lot of these niggas don't mean it. Like once again. I'm not mentioning those people's names. I'm only talking about niggas that I believe it when they say it. But it's just like at the end of the day, baseline, bottom line is I'm a man first. And so like Mm. I don't let people play with me. I don't this. I don't that. Like a lot of this kind of bullshit that people talk about and like the ha 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 like try to be tough kind of way. But I don't say it to be tough. It's just truly like if you talk to a grown up, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? I'm going to treat the homeless person. I'm going to treat my parents. I'm going to treat like Esgo. I'm going to treat 
all these random people with the exact same level of respect. You feel me? Yeah. So if I'm going to do that, then I expect the same level of respect. And I'm just not somebody that stands for disrespect, period. I mean, like, yeah. And like, I feel like that's just like a... That's not being street, A given a when you believe like, yourself and trust yourself. Like, try to call you being tough, trying to this, trying to be that. I, I don't think they do actually past a certain age, I'm starting to realize. Because I think a lot of... Don't mind the gamer here. I like to call that one the, the headset pushes it oh, down. Oh, the headset pushed right down? Now. <laughs> but um, I, I like the fact that as we're getting older... People are kind of getting to the point where they're not trying to call you on weird shit like they did when you're young. Now it's really just like, okay, I'm here and I respect you as a person. I know you, I hope you respect yourself and you move accordingly. Hey, we bro. don't need to act tough. We don't need to flex all this bro, shit. White. Some people still flexing into their deep thirties, deep forties, bro. I want to tell you, like, something. obviously there's subtle flexes. Like you're, I, I'm, I'm all for. I'm gonna hit the subtle flex, of but course. I'm not trying to hit the good VVs. I'm, I'm on Instagram <laughs> every day, just like, look how I got it. Look how you don't, bitch. Bro, money's I, nice around here. Bro, I'm not I, doing my that. age rounds to thirty in a real way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like not kind of rounds to thirty. It's like rounds to thirty in a real way. Yeah. Like by the next by 28, I'm just telling niggas I'm thirty. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm almost at the age where I'm just telling niggas I'm no, 30. no, don't no, do that. I know, don't do no, that. no, 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 no. Yeah. I I feel you. I feel you. I'm gonna tell the niggas my real age, but it's just like young mm. people and stuff like that. Nigga, I'm thirty. Just so <laughs> you know, I'm thirty. <laughs> and so like. My age almost like rounds to thirty in a real way, and I still have people that do like the guns on like socials and like try to like this and try to do that and whatever their prerogative is like i'm never gonna talk about these people in any type of way like mm -hmm. trying to like talk down on them but my whole thing is bro like you said with us growing up you reach a certain age that me personally if i look at another man woman like whatever and i know they respect themselves i know they love themselves i wouldn't be around people that i don't think respect or love themselves truly yeah if i think that about them mm -hmm. i know that they're probably gonna stand on their shit you know what I'm saying? Like that just comes with being a person. Like no one likes being taken advantage of. No one likes being pushed around. No one likes this. No one likes that. So the fake tough bullshit that people try to project never actually comes off as the fake tough shit only worked before because it was a facade to mask the insecurities that people had. And they were afraid that people would push them there or take them there at a time that they're they're not able to like defend themselves as they did so they'd act fake tough so they never really had that conflict so when you really did stand up to somebody who was like that they would be like ah shit what now and it'd just be like it's quiet for them after <laughs> bro most people bro, i'm not gonna lie this is this is gonna be the last thing here that we're gonna move on to like more positive talks even though i think this is positive talks of just letting people recognize hey and you never know what uh, age viewership we have you know if you might be a young 15 16 year old True. tuning yeah. into the podcast going through some of these issues just recognize, A, like, truly, if you're in any situation, like, if we're speaking to the youth right now, I'll speak to the youth, and then I'll speak about what I was saying before. But just speaking to the youth, I want y'all to know something. <laughs> something that I figured out on multiple occasions, something that was fun to figure out as a youth, of course. Yeah. Like, now you're a, I'm a grown-up. I don't do those things. If I, if I get to that point, it's a real way. It's different. But it's like... Most of those bullies, most of the people that like really go out of their way to like pick on people and just like this, just like that. You know what I'm saying? Like the mm -hmm. the real fake tough tough motherfuckers in like high school, even early college, even like middle school too. Like whatever age you find it in, you could usually bet. You can usually take a good bet that if you bark at that motherfucker or you stand up for yourself that it's quiet it's as instantly fuck. pin drop as fuck because they don't have anything else in their bag that fake tough was supposed to be enough to make you not mess with them it's a bluff to them it's, it's a bluff, bluff. it's a this when you're not trying to call this and when you're ready chess. To, when you're ready <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> this nigga love poker. Yeah. This nigga love poker. <laughs> when you're ready to call it, because at the end of the day, I was always the kind of person where it was like, I'm never gonna call your bluff for the most part, because I'm never trying to really get there. Like, there's just no reason for us to be fighting like that. But it's no, it's no bluff to me. So I hope you're what you're saying is really how you feel, right? So when it got to that point, it's like randomly would punch somebody or randomly would do something, and they think that you're crazy. All of a sudden, it's like, yo, you're tweaking. Like, I don't know what you're doing right now, but we're gonna dial it back. But nigga, we grew up in a real, real Nigerian household of four siblings. You know, at the end of the day, there was no bluff. Bro, you know what I'm saying? There it was, was no bluff. It was like you gotta stand on what you mean, like, and I mean that from one to four. Like, my youngest sister will still try and choke me out, type shit, if she really says it. Like, you gotta stand on what you mean. <laughs> we're gonna sound so aggressive. I promise. Or we're all a bunch of sweethearts. Of course, too. we're sweethearts. <laughs> no, we're the sweetest people ever. That's the funniest part about this. Like, you would never expect it, yeah. like most of the time. But uh, moving right along. I had a couple things I wanted to... I just had one thing I wanted to ask you music-wise, I guess. Not really yeah. much music news. Man, but fuck you, all that music talk, Oh, yeah, bro. you said you did There didn't. was a much bigger event that happened, you said you didn't we'll get listen back to, to it. Voice of the Heroes. You didn't listen I to did. I, I did, like, halfway. I, so not enough. Not really enough to really get into it. Plus, I had so much other shit on my mind when I was listening to it. I don't want to give an unfounded opinion on that because... Those two artists and they're artists you like are you really love, important to me. You, you know what I'm saying? You've like, been a Dirk fan way. longer than I have, bro. Come just on be now. clear for a minute. Let's now, just be real. Minute. This nigga, one of the OG Dirk fans, he was fans of Dirk when Dirk still had the short hair, bro. Because it was <laughs> it was that whole time. I feel like there was a certain love uh, for Chief Keef and everyone, even somewhat connected to him, for people my age. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. it was just like oddly enough, like around at least him and like the influence around was ours. Yeah, because like for me, I think Keef blew freshman year of college like real freshman year of college so like 2012 i think about that yeah i think if i if i have my dates correct but yeah i know for sure you guys were the guys yeah. that probably were the age group that everybody knew all the members of oblog and like all that kind of <laughs> shit back then, like, like that. <laughs> uh, shouts like, out to keith the legend yeah. for real and dirk that whole movement all the groups like all the motherfuckers that are still alive out of them for real yeah. r.i.p to all of their brothers that have fallen as well but continuing on um yeah i didn't have much music shit other than that we just yeah. already did most of it man i really wanted to talk on something that was very important and i know at the end of the day we we gave y'all a lot of like open-ended conversations but at the end of the day it's the off space so we'll talk on whatever the fuck we want to and one of those things yes sir one of those things is the fact that hell and people just pay pay-per-view to watch <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I I'm not saying how I viewed it, but I'm saying a lot of people pay pay-per-view to watch <laughs> no, bro, to watch Logan Paul fight Floyd Mayweather. I saw a tweet. so happy Floyd, go get your money. I mean of course. Logan I, mean, I gotta say this about Logan too, because at the end of the day, I'm not gonna disrespect people like that. This man really decided to step into a ring with Floyd Mayweather, knowing damn well he was not gonna win. I'm just surprised he went the distance with him, which I'm not saying was impossible. He's way bigger, things like that. I kind of expected him to hang in there, but you're still out of your depth. So I know it's congratulations to him on that front, but let me be clear. Wow. Let me be clear just because I've definitely come on here and probably sounded like a Logan and like a Paul hater. And truly, like, there were stuff that the Pauls have done in the past that were unsavory to me, but I'm not going to Very distasteful. I'm not going to I'm not going to... For sure. And I'm not even going to go down that path, and I'm not going to talk about that stuff right now. But when it comes to just... A, just the cojones needed, whether people want to call every fight set up, every fight this, every fight yeah. that. Truly, this one was real. No, this, oh, one no, was this real. was real for sure. But I'm saying like whatever you want to call it, the nuts needed like in a real way to step into an arena where someone just punches you or you have to fight, truly fight for 24 minutes is all. I'm going to hats off to that. 
I'm going to hats off to that because most people have not been, A, in a real street. The greatest, by the no, way. Potentially no, the, greatest. the greatest. The greatest and the greatest, potentially the greatest, but something that's no contest is the greatest defensive fighter. For so sure. you're going in for 24 minutes of cardio because mm-hmm. you know he's just going to dance and he's just going to be able to avoid you the whole time. Y'all saw the numbers look mm-hmm. like... Let's stop. All right. But anyways, <laughs> like like the numbers look crazy. But just the fact that he even mm-hmm. stepped into the ring with the goat in the first place. They'd be was, careful. It's a little loud. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But the fact that he even stepped into the ring with the goat for the first place, A, I give kudos to him. But B, I want to just be real about just the how proud I was, to be honest. Like, I was really proud because l- using height, um, Logan would probably be closer to my physique, I guess. Just using height. As a difference, I guess, since he's like 6'1", 195. No, he's about your height. He is? He's your height and your weight. It's, it's kind of weird because I feel like those two, like the brothers compared, probably look like our comparisons physique-wise. No, but he was, he's, yeah. no, but they showed him he was 6'1", and 190. I think he's like 6'3". I think Jake Paul's like 6'1". I got to double check that. Wait, the, I'm not, the beginning of that fight was laggy for the, certain reasons. Whoa, whoa. But the reason, <laughs> the only reason I yeah, remember that, though, yeah. is because of a small yeah. fact from the fight, actually. Mm-hmm. And it's because um, Jake, I mean, Logan was 6'1", 190. Okay. Right? And Mayweather was 5'8", yeah. 155. But the interesting Big thing difference. is monkey arms, which we always got, like, played with, like, we've used to an advantage because it's good in hoops and yeah. stuff like that our whole lives because if y'all didn't know, I know it's a small, like, random fact, but this nigga's wingspan is, like, half an inch shorter than mine. Half an inch. And this nigga, like, a, one and a half inches shorter than me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, this nigga, too, this nigga just have a big wingspan. And so, oh, yeah. no, like, my wingspan's already big for my size. Like, I'm 6'3", I have a 6'7 and a half wingspan. You are 6'1 and a half, 6'2", and you have a 6'7". You have a 6'7 wingspan. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But, like, Mayweather is 5'8". He had a six-foot wingspan. I noticed Whoa. his... And yeah. Logan's wingspan was his exact height, <laughs> six-one and a half wingspan, yeah. and he's six-one and a half or some shit like that. That's what was... That's the only reason I remembered that he was about yeah. six-one, because I remember the wingspan being off by, like, yeah. an inch, even though he's, like, four inches taller. <laughs> that's kind of crazy, man. Nah, I, honestly, I was just happy, if nothing else, to see a fight where it didn't seem rigged. I don't care what anyone says, dude. I Look, I get it. If it wasn't rigged, you know, Jake versus fucking Ben Askren, whatever, it looked rigged as fuck to me. I just knew, I was praying to God there was no way Floyd Mayweather would do that with his legacy, and he didn't. He showed up. It looked like he was toying with this man, had a fun time, and collected his bag, which I'm very excited to see how much it was. Because I saw you say something, but I think my friend Andy also searched and we were watching, and they said he got, like, the 10 mil guaranteed, but, like, 50% of the pay-per-view. Not the 90s, Not 90, okay. 90s a lot of like the total cut. 90s a lot of the total cut. I think he got like 50. But, I think Logan probably got somewhere like half of that or maybe less. And then like the rest went to like promoters and shit. And once again, this isn't going to be like official info. I didn't do any Googles. This was just like what they had, Um, whoever they pay to search stuff. Like, oh, the, the dude they pay to search stuff, save on on the Joe mm-hmm. Budden podcast when I was listening. They were mm-hmm. breaking down the um what was announced, I guess, of yeah. the packages. And the announced package that I saw from them, once again, I didn't Google. It was ten million cash guaranteed for Floyd, but he got ninety percent of the pay per view. Which, once again, I didn't check these numbers. And then they said that Logan got two hundred and fifty thousand dollars guaranteed cash, but he got five percent of the pay per view. And I'm assuming that the other five percent probably went to like whoever was the over ending. Yeah, no, that sounds like a horrible. It sounds deal, like a horrible but... deal, but you also have to think about what makes Mayweather move, though. No, I get that. That's I'm, the only not, thing I'm not that... talking for 
Logan. <laughs> it sounds awful for him, yes. It sounds awful. I'm talking for, for the promoters. Like, oh, yeah. what's your incentive for this? I'm not saying yeah, you make money technically and shit, but like, you're, these niggas are more money hungry than that. <laughs> they gotta be more than that. <laughs> but it's also trying to get 5%. Wasn't it Mayweather's whole company that did everything, though? Uh, I think it was Mayweather Promotions through Mayweather Boxing. I'm gonna go ahead and sit Mayweather. back then and say, like, I might not be too sure on that. I'm not about to give y'all some bullshit that I'm just talking out my ass for. So, but even even beyond that though, someone broke it down. A, I'm gonna say the funny tweet because this shit was kind of hilarious. Y'all niggas really, <laughs> someone tweeted that y'all really took your card out and and paid to watch, paid fifty dollars to watch interracial hugging. <laughs> but one moment that I think a lot of people didn't notice as much until they replayed it three I want to say why on certain things too but three million times they played it later mm -hmm. was like it looked like from a typical fight a typical fight there was a moment that would have been counted as a Logan knockout if he actually fell but it looked like Mayweather it seemed like he just went limp for a second yeah. right it still looked like Mayweather like caught him and held him up and said now nah, you're finishing this one buddy and it, <laughs> that's why I'm saying I like, want to make sure it wasn't just me and he even said it afterwards too he was like he said honestly I, I feel like he said I don't know if he let me make it all the way through or <laughs> shit like that it was like it, it feels like he did that's why I'm not mad at it truly because yeah you wanted more exciting stuff but I mean like we watched the greatest of all time basically play with his food which is what you probably would assume the greatest of all time yeah. would do in a sparring match plus he said logan was better at certain places than he think and at the end of the day i'm not some like boxing aficionado that i could tell you the ins and outs of shit like i probably can tell you certain things for basketball I'm not saying i'm the greatest basketball mind ever too but i'm just it's a little bit different it. for me years in it yeah too. on this side it's like logan much heavier much bigger put the weight on him a little bit to a kind of you know you have to make mayweather work off of that kind of get tired off of that mm -hmm. again also you being tired yourself you're going into that clinch it looked a like round five and a half though that he was putting that weight on because yeah, my nigga was tired five and a half my nigga it looked like three and a half he Which was putting that I early once again commend him because but if it none helps of him save his breath and it helps tire out mayweather which it didn't but that was the thought <laughs> yeah, bro this nigga mayweather in his 40s look crisp yeah it didn't look like he looked lost like he much. wasn't even he wasn't even worried about tired you know oh my goodness <laughs> like dog what about ocho though that's why i'm gonna get to Ocho right after this but I was yeah. about to say the reason that's why once again like shout out to Logan Paul for even like stepping in the ring with him because like dog I've done like real sparring matches just like I know you have mm -hmm. as well and like against dog, people that can really fight against people that really really do this and so it's like dog when you see the three minutes go up on that clock a lot of people don't understand how long three minutes actually is when you are in a ring, like when you are actually fighting a human being. That is a long time. So to do that eight times is already commendable itself. But that goes into a lot of once again, there's there's I'm a casual fan, so I don't want to call it casuals, but just like people that haven't done a certain yeah. thing or done certain athletic stuff. I get that. But it's like the talk I saw not experts. Let me be real about this. Let me be real. People about were this. talking crazy. Everyone the, seemed like an expert about this fighting the, shit. The talks I saw after the Ocho fights made me never want to tweet with y'all when it came to boxing again. Bro, it's after every fight. Like, and it's it's only different because you're seeing it from the perspective of someone that you respect. Mm -hmm. So it's like people talk crazy about all athletes when they're not the ones stepping in doing what these athletes do because they can't. At the end of the day, Ocho even stepping into that ring is commendable. Him but with a bare knuckle fighter, by the and way. Also, he didn't do a bad fucking job. Bro, he won three out of four rounds. The one round he lost, he got knocked down. Of course he lost. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's and he popped right back he up popped, and said what's good. Like, which is, That's the best part about it. This nigga bounced right back up. He mm -hmm. ate that. 
<laughs> oh my goodness like no it, it definitely like you know that was a good no, shot on my dude you know he got dazed for a second for surely i tried to just oh. get my nigga bail yeah no he didn't he didn't eat that he got hit <laughs> he got rocked but he fought back up he said he was he he almost looked like he wanted to high five the dude like you got a good one oh. and then let's get back to it i'm like okay you can see the killer in the other dude though that's what i love about that other dude's like i'm ocho. not going over there he was like, like i'm not dashing you right now maybe after like type shit because ocho really you, looked I'm like an ocho you. moment of just like oh boy you hit me like that was a good hit ocho's out there having fun that's crazy having fun yeah. bro that's the whole thing man y'all are so serious about all of this yeah. stuff y'all be talking so crazy bro this is a 40 mm-hmm. something year old man that is yeah. out there having the time of his life accomplishing everything he wants to do he can now say even though i don't know if his counter does an exhibition whatever that he's professionally yeah. boxed that he's professionally bull ridden that he professionally played soccer that he professionally played football you know what i'm saying like this man you're really- crossing off the checklist of just dreams money could buy but it's not money it's hard work it's just and that's working, the currency just we're talking that he about. likes, you know? You know, shouts out to uh, a quote I saw off of I Am Athlete. I got to say, I got to say, I'm going to I'm going to I Am Athlete clear. But clear. something that uh, Prime was saying about how, you know, don't let these role models fool you because a lot of these models out here are just playing roles. I'm going to tell you something. Ocho Cinco ain't one of them. Oh, he's not. Ocho is somebody that truly, like, that's one of the things that I respect so much about. Because a big shout out to all of them, like Fred, Brandon, Channing, because you know Channing's mm-hmm. about to say something about Ocho getting knocked down, even though that nigga won three rounds, but it's he, okay. You know, everything he said was about to happen didn't happen. Like, yeah, he got knocked down. It's a fight at the end of the day, yeah. but he said he's going to be laying he there. He said booty in, the booty in the air. Booty in the air, looking like Nate Robinson. Like, it didn't happen. You know, like he's that. still going to try to cut jokes, though. A little bit. Course. A little bit. But, like, dog, dog, one of my favorite things about that podcast and about that platform in general is just. You get to see the real minds behind people you looked up to because That's Ocho sure. Cinco's always been in that like obviously not the pinnacle, but he's right there in that AI vein to me of like you know mm-hmm. how I feel about Allen Iverson type shit. And so like just being able to have his mind be expounded upon because you see what you see on social media, you see what this, you see what that. And Ocho somebody that you can kind of like read the same shit, like through his yeah. socials and through all that as the show. But just seeing him on that podcast and mm-hmm. get into it just brings nothing but respect because his life motto seems to be have fun like really enjoy yourself and you could tell too i feel like he just gets giddy about like literally every sport this man talking about soccer talking about dr- nascar you saw the way he was talking about like you heard me say he rode bulls yeah <laughs> like, i why? feel like that's how i want to navigate life though i'm not gonna lie like there's so many people where genuinely they're just on the pursuit of happiness on the pursuit of living trying to write a story that by the end of the day they'll be like i did you know And so it's cool to see that. And I hope for myself, funny enough, a conversation that I want us to get into next time. Mm -hmm. uh, It's all about directions in life and feeling like accepting the the switch in certain things, but also pivoting those passions into new passions and seeing where life takes you. But again, I know we've been kind of going already for a minute, so I'm not going to bring it back to that just quite yet. We could. It's important, but I won't say I will say um, we could just depending on like how you're feeling right now. But truly, I got to get some work in though. Yeah, no, for sure. Like that kind of stuff is very important. And living life in general. I mean, what kind of life? Basically, and I'll get into my question. And then if you want to get into that hard, passion stuff, then we can. Let's or we get can back to that next episode. But let's actually a lot of y'all have heard us talking about we're going to get back to something that no, we never fucking we're going to write this one down, baby. Yeah, we're going to get back. It's just like, man, it's just this is one of the this is one of the more depressing things that I don't let it depress me because I surround myself with people that are differently than that. And I try my best to only view mm-hmm. what I try to consume there, because what you intake does matter as much as people try to act like it. doesn't. Yeah. But it's just like 
I feel like you've noticed it throughout high school and like whatever. That's fine. That's fine. But it's just like once I hit about 24, 25, I think it started to become clear as day. The people that are dead but still living, if that makes sense. Like the people that have decided that life's like the motions and like the whatever with life is okay with them. And so what age? About 24, 25 is when I started to notice it like like flies, like in the crowd, just like notice that it became a bunch of I can'ts in our 20s. You know what I'm saying? It became a bunch of I can'ts or that won't happen or this is this or oh, it's over for me with this or I can't play basketball anymore. I can't kick balls anymore. Oh, yeah. I'm hearing a lot of anymore. I feel like I'm seeing that a lot. In the... I can't. You know what? I'm good with my office job, which is fine. Once again, like obviously the world needs to work like not everybody needs to be doing a bunch of different shit. Like do whatever you find passionate, like which we go into passion, of course. But it's like there are certain people that I know for a fact have told me that they'd be much happier. They'd be much happier in shape. They'd be much happier um singing they'd be much happier dancing they'd be much happier making youtube videos they'd be much happier recording a fucking podcast you know what i'm saying they'd be much happier making music and all of these things and i'm just starting to see groupings of people that have expressed this stuff to me out loud you know what i'm saying which once again i understand everybody's journey is different and we all find our own ways to this way yeah but it's just like seeing people that have expressed that stuff you know what i'm saying and you know that passion still burns in them that fire still yeah. burns in them but seeing them put out their own fire like have you experienced that have you really have you started to kind of take tally of that in people around has the it kind only of one i've really noticed it which kind of makes me sad is the the general acceptance that we're getting old which undeniably humans work on it of like course. you know what I'm saying we always are aging we're always getting old obviously you're born but as a battery it's like it saying that as an excuse not to do certain things which more so are making themselves appear in the sense of like oh I'm too old to be in shape or I'm too old to be active most other shit I'm I don't know I'd like to surround myself by people who don't think like they can ever accomplish certain things that they want to for sure because it all is it always is the people you surround yourself to and I don't I'm always somebody who likes to uh, say I'm gonna accomplish my wildest dreams so why would I surround myself with people who don't think like that so all of my friends first off my friends are bigger go-getters than I am I'm not gonna let's be clear like let's let's be honest on that one the people the people I try to intake yeah. And surround myself more and more readily, I guess, like you, some of your homies, some of my homies, like whatever, I, whether it be talking, hanging out, etc. Let's just be clear about that. Like when I'm talking about seeing these things, because I don't want people because they heard the initial intake thing. I want to clear mm -hmm. that up and then get it back to you. Like I'm talking about on the Facebooks or just like on certain socials, mm -hmm. like on the Instas, like whatever. You're starting to notice things that make you sad in that Because I'm going to be honest. I've personally. seen the people you surround yourself with. And let's say, for example, even like, a, I don't want to say too many names and shit. Of course, of course. But I will say this one because it's a, a good example for someone that I doesn't, I don't feel let's life limit him, right? Scott, right? Because mm -hmm. I feel like Scott generally does the things he wants to, mm -hmm. even if they're not necessarily like, I'm not saying he... Um, wants to be pursuing like being an astronaut or some shit but even like when it comes to like the edm side and shit like that and like i saw the man like practicing being a dj and shit like having fun in that kind of realm i feel like he's generally doing things he, still, wants to. he still loves soccer still plays you mm -hmm. know so that's what i'm talking about man it's just like i i get so sad and i become sad because i become sad kind of like Ezgo was trying to be sad yeah. with me and the mountain lion even though this nigga just didn't know the reality there bro it's not he didn't know the reality bro i know the reality he the said guy but he knows more than you 
<laughs> yeah, it's like, bro, this nigga don't, don't even believe in you. himself, and I believe in him. Like, <laughs> I think he can beat the mountain lion if I can. But... <laughs> That's wild, animal. But anyway, <laughs> but it's all good, bro. We need to run it back. The the mountain lion, bro. You put the paws on a mountain lion, bro. That's disgusting that you don't think so. But it's all right. The reflexes are nice too. So like, it does. If unless it really gets the jump from like a corner or some shit, like it's up. You think I'm putting a mountain lion down for sure? If if it's like a straight up fight, they didn't stand a chance. You know what I'm saying? You slip to the right, hit that thing in his jaw, hop on it, choke it out. It's never been put into a. uh, Bro, I've never seen a mountain lion get choked out. It don't know what to do in the situation. It's squirming. I hit this nigga with a Muay Thai kick. It'd be so confused. He'd be like, what? Y'all's legs move like that. But he sees a human lunge at him. He's like, I didn't think that's how that works. <laughs> you thought I thought y'all was just food. No, Jiu-jitsu let's be the real. best form of self-defense. Like, as it goes much better with it, don't get me wrong, but it's like, nigga, when I say, like, I've accepted the, the love of life, which I think helps this, too, to the yeah. point I feel like a cockroach, too, nigga. If y'all really want to, like, squish or get me out of here, y'all are going to have to try your best. Try like, your hardest. So, like, when I say this shit about certain animals, nigga, if I'm put in front of a silverback gorilla, I'm swinging. Even if he's going to re- remove my head, yeah. Yeah. if it's really like he's aggressive and I'm about to die, nigga, I'm going to try to live. I love life. Oh, you my know? goodness. I love life. Let's, Let's be clear. It. But, um, like, when I talk about the age shit, man, it's just, like, one thing that makes me a little sad is... I don't think there is an age, like truly. Like I don't think there is an age that if cuz half the people I'll see like once we're we're getting to our 30s I'm If saying, you can keep your body up maybe not, but like of, there's definitely a certain age of, for something. Of course, of course, of course, and it depends on genetics, body, all of that stuff. I understand. Everybody's got their limitations, but I mean like we there's no way that we should be in our 20s that round to 30 so we're still in what is considered your adult genetic prime mm-hmm. like whatever and once again this isn't used to shit on people at all because i understand where this mentality comes from because once again they're not online i post the befores and things like that but it's like i've struggled with a lot of these mental dips that a lot of people struggle with to where you let yourself gain an exorbitant amount of weight. You know what I'm saying? Like I've done that to myself and even minus weight gain. Like I've been in great shape and a lot of, well, sorry, I won't say great shape. I've been skinny, quote unquote, and in horrible shape because most people instantly think it's the skinny thing. No, it's just like, honestly, we're doing some of the best workouts I've done in a long time. You know what those workouts are? The classic like playground workout. Like I'm really at the hoops in our neighborhood, hooping, Little sixteen-year-olds will come around and try to play, like do a little horse. It's, it's, it's the young guys one. that you appreciate because, yeah, you get to be role model. I don't even want to say that. Yeah, you get to like a peep into like, okay, what do these look like? Of you course. get to be role models. You get to share some of your experience, but they'll keep you active and they'll keep you in shape. What? Because, bro, let's they be don't get re- tired like let's that. Let's be real about something, bro. Like, I don't care what nobody says. Every generation, that mouthpiece gets more and more deadly. And there are little like twelve-year-olds that come up there, bro, and be talking be so greasy, John, greasy, bro. One nigga like almost. Almost hit like the one in a million haystack shot on Esgo. Yeah, Won't crazy. stop talking about it. Won't That's stop the one. Like, tell us. Tell, tell I was kind of confused. I was like, you didn't score though. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still like, bro, I almost bust your ass. You be running from me. I'm like, bro, you're like 13. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely the kind of guy though. It's funny because it's just you have to you have to set the precedence that, and we know this because we're older. And for all my older people out there that try and like obviously not just dip off and try and be there you know helping out the youth and kind of help progressing their game if you care about sports in different ways and things like that you're always going to come to the point where a young person tries you when you know damn well they don't understand what grown man strength speed and all that looks like i will put a hundred dollars on a game with anybody under the age of 15 like uh, of 16, course just bro. knowing that it's going it's going to be a bad day for you bro you got to put these people and the thing is there's a couple occasions too which i love doing it because i realize like 
most likely they're not going to play anybody as like as I am, right? No matter if they're hooping, they're going to play people taller than me. That's yeah. fine. But an 18-year-old is not going to have the mass, the strength, like the whatever I have. Mm-hmm. So it's like, bro, if I have those random moments that I decide to put you in prison and like put real defense on you, like anywhere. if you learn how to play around that, you're probably killing kids in your grade, mm-hmm. just being honest. But just getting back to the original point, and I'll yeah. use that to wrap us up and then, you know, we can head out here because I know my man's got to go get that bread. But it's like, Bro, I'm looking at the time. It's looking shaky for bread hours. But (laughs) But it's just like, man, it breaks my heart sometimes only because of the fact. And that's why I don't judge anybody. Like, through all of this, I hope y'all really realize, like, there's no judgment in my heart when it comes to people in this. It's only, like, once you've gone to the bottom of the pit and then you've found a way to see the light, you feel bad for the rest of the people still at the bottom of that pit. Because you know how hard it is. You know how much you do want to give up every day. But once you've seen that light, you realize how much worth how worth it, how it worth was it to is. find that light. And people would think that you're like people will think, let me let me be clear. Very clear. clear. I'm going to enunciate. I'm going to let y'all know. People will think you're being egotistical. Mm-hmm. People will think that you're being self righteous. People will think all this and all that because you're hopeful when they are losing it. You're hopeful when they're sad. You're hopeful when times are tough. And they'll judge you. But the reality of it is, what do we have other than hope? Just exactly. using that as a basis. What we do we have? Else. What do we have? What do you wake up with other than hope? A hope that tomorrow you will eat better. A hope that tomorrow you will work out a little bit. A hope that tomorrow you will stretch. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like even fuck working. You might out get your money a little right. You, you might, might get, get money you right. might get smarter. You might learn that other language. You might be able to a video I, might hit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like a song might go and then you can quit your office job that you were doing to that program might finally fucking work. You know what I'm, <laughs> that that the three thousand like that's why a lot of these I try to use anecdotes personally just so people can, you know, feel more attached to them but when i use like celebrity anecdotes people are always like yeah it's easy to say when they're celebrities but honestly the older i get i realize like what it took for danny brown to really make it like little situations mm-hmm. like that like danny it's brown, easy to look from the other side you, because, when he's already there because he's successful yeah. when he's there but the fact that he really said if i don't make it by 30 like i'm really just i'm done you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i'm done and really just oh, it was I'm probably butchering ages and dates, but it was something along the like within 10 years, blah, blah, blah. It took him 10 years of blood, sweat, and tears every single day. And then imagine if he quit year nine, day 364. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that is just the perfect anecdote to life for me because you truly never know what an it's supposed to happen for you, whatever it is, whether it be the mm-hmm. best fitness of your life, whether it be this, whether it be that, but all you can do is try. And I think man. it's, we, we lose I think this goes back to that book. You just have to try. Because uh, it all goes back to, A, staying with it, staying active, and keeping the hope that's, that diamond might be on the other side. But it's the patience to let your, give yourself time to actually get there. Yeah, we know life is fleeting and it's short. But if you plan on being here tomorrow, you got to have patience, you know. And I don't, I don't want, like, to trigger anybody because I know, like, that shit is very real for a lot of people. It is very real. Let's be honest. Let's be but clear. But at the end of the day, I'm speaking of my own personal heart. self. And it's from your I, heart. I do plan on being here tomorrow, so I'm never going to give up. So I understand patience now. If I would have understood patience a little bit better because it goes into all these things back when I was... 18 would have been a millionaire by my original goal of 21. I would have been way more successful. I would have had way more skills deeper. I would have been better at the skills that I'm working on now because I would have had the patience to really grind them out the way I needed to. But we as humans get so caught up in instant gratification. I sound like my parents, bro. But, be, but, but yeah. we, that's the truth of the matter, bro. If I had any atom of patience yeah. at 18, 
nigga, I feel like I would be an actor, rapper, singer, this, 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 that. Yeah. Just from all the talent you think you may hold. And that's because you can't shirk the process. And I yeah. think that's what you were getting at. You, you can't, can't shirk the process because life is not, you can't cheat it. Genuinely speaking, I've tried. Very few tried. people are get rich quick, and if you try and uh, my bad, I feel like getting rich might not even be the objective. So very few and people are get successful this, quick. Successful. The whatever people you who mean. accomplish that and really get successful quick, watch out for them and look, check back five years later and see if they still have that success. Check back in a decade and see if it's still there because a lot of times, if you cut corners, your success is gonna cut corners too. Amen. And that's why, like. In all honesty, man, like you can use anecdotes for anything, like even music, like most artists, like we're talking about ESTG right now. You can go on YouTube right now and search ESTG. You're going to see videos from 2017. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? It's 2021. We're talking about him being one of the scorching young niggas. Niggas been doing it for four years. Most of y'all haven't been in your professional job for four years. He was probably doing it longer than that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's just like you have to grind out what you want. Mm -hmm. And I'm somebody that's up. I'm somebody that's always been like. The finesse guy, to be honest. Yeah. And I feel like that's what's led me to where I am in life right now. But I don't mean that in a negative way towards myself because I have nothing but patience and love for me. But it's because I learned the hard way. Chuka had to learn the hard way. But once I got it and once that clicked for me, that really you can't cheat this shit. You have to work hard. Like I used to be able to, which is unhealthy. It's crazy unhealthy. Don't get me wrong. But I used to be able to be like, fat coming in fat for me because everything is going to be different but fat coming in like to the start like august ish right it can get to starting to get cold outside and then by the time it was georgia state spring break when i was younger because i would always plan it around georgia state spring break i would be in shape again because i would run three miles a day and i would just grossly cut down the food i ate but that's not living life that's not enjoying it, and that's cheating the process mm -hmm. and guess what happened when i cheated that process you went right back I went, to where you started i had the most unhealthy cycle from literally probably 18 till 25 because once 25 i made fitness a habit right mm -hmm. and now i've gotten big here and there like gain but that's typical life shit you got to be patient with that and then just get back right on track mm -hmm. and you're good but from 18 to probably like 25 like dog i was either extremely large or just like there were moments where i looked dangerously skinny like it's just random like unhealthy jumps because i tried to mm -hmm. cheat the process but once i made fitness like a part a of my life rather real, than like a gimmick there's no my biggest i guess Get is what I was praying to be weight wise when I was 270. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I know numbers don't matter, but I'm just using it so it's tangible. Like, bro, the biggest I get nowadays is like 235. And yeah. I feel like, ooh, Chuka, something's wrong with you. You needed to go do this. You need to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Larry, who? Everybody's different, man. But the weird, long winded, doing whatever, just for y'all to say, just to basically say, and I'll let you wrap it up in the words you want to wrap it up yeah. with, and then we'll dap up and we'll be done with this. But man, don't give up on anything. Stop acting like this life is going to be easy. Stop acting like you can skip levels to get to where you mm -hmm. wanna be. Cause at the end of the day, it's like, yes, I understand aptitude and like whatever people like to put in these numbers, boom, 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 boom. Mm -hmm. Like it may take this person 30 seconds to memorize the Bible and this person five years, right? But at the end of the day, they still put in the work that they needed necessary. Say they both put, still got there. They both put in the work they needed to do it. Mm -hmm. So regardless of if I'm 6'3 and I can go out and dunk at fat because of the fact that I'm relatively tall and have a big wingspan and mm -hmm. other people can't do that and your goal is still to jump up and do that, 
it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. there are still YouTube videos of five, six people, five, five people that got into their best physical shape so they can do something like that. You know why? It was such a goal for them. It's everybody has different goals. Mm-hmm. Your goal isn't to have a six pack. Your goal yeah. isn't to run a four zero. Your goal isn't to this. But whatever you decide to do, man, realize we are way younger than y'all fucking think, and you can do anything you want. On That's this exactly that, man. Because you said it best. I'm not gonna lag on it too much more after that. It's just genuinely speaking. Everybody wants to be a D1 player going straight into the NBA after one year. But sometimes you have to be that Juco nigga who grinded, went to the G League, and then all of a sudden made a name and you're a starter on a team. At the end of the day, as long as you make sure that it is what you want to do, put in the work and you're going to get that accomplished. And they both ended up there. Yes, sir. All right. On that that, note, my name is Shuka. My name is Ezigo. And this is The Off Space. Space, space, space. Yes, sir.